Hi, I'm Dan. I'm here with my good friend and all-round NFL aficionado, G, and this is episode four of the Wrong Football NFL podcast. Good evening. Well, thanks very much for joining us this week. It's, it's, it's been a few weeks, G. How, how, are you, how are you doing? How are you getting on? Well, um, in something that will be um, rather appropriate to um, matters that we'll be discussing later, I'm not quite on IR, but I've put myself on the injury list with um, a bit of Achilles tendonitis at the uh, just oh, under lovely. the calf. So I'm um, pulled up on my run this morning. But otherwise, you know, holding in. <laughs> good, excellent. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's good to be back. Obviously, we've, uh, we've, we've, this is the... The fourth episode since we've uh, since we've come back as season two of the uh, the wrong football NFL podcast. Uh, we're available on more platforms than ever, which is great. It's getting us some uh, some some more ears on the product, which is a good thing. And um, yeah, we'll be talking about it a bit later. We're, we're going to be part of uh, of Podomania on the fifth of September, which is a, a, a charity podcastathon. Um, but we'll yeah, but a little bit more on that later. Yes, no, very excited about that. How are things with you? As I realised the other week that I, I, I answered about myself and failed to inquire about my friend, which is probably because we do a catch up before we start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably good. Uh, probably best to stop that. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm all good. I'm uh, yeah. I'm quite tired. I'm, I'm off work this week, which is great. So I'm catching up on a bit of uh, a bit of stuff on the uh, on the NFL Network, which is nice. And, ah, excellent. Uh, yeah. So you're all prepared for this evening's podcast. Very much so. Excellent. So first piece of news this week, Hard Knocks is back. It's, it's, it's a strange one because it's, it's not something I suppose everybody probably watches, but I absolutely love Hard Knocks. Between Hard Knocks and All or Nothing on, on, on Prime, I think I said on Twitter the other day, it gives an absolute fantastic uh, sort of view into how, how a football team runs. This year, uh, they're following the LA Rams and the LA Chargers, and it is a bit bit different to normal, obviously, with... with, with um, the new situation with COVID, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of highlighting that here we are, um, you know, we're a couple of weeks into August. Training camps shouldn't just be on their way, but, you know, we should be looking at pre-seasons games by now. Yeah, we and, started. you know, Hard Knocks is rolling up and here we are and they've not even had private practices. You know, it's all been about protocols. Uh, we've had, you know, players, well, let's face it, the, the, the very opening scene is one of the head coaches talking about them having had coded, um, which yeah. I think was actually the way it was broken to the league as well. I'm not sure that too many people realised until nice. until Hard Knocks came out. But yeah, um, it's it's all coming and going and we sort of got a jump start on the new normal formula because as good as Hard Knocks is, there generally is a formula and you get to know, you know, like these are the big players and this is the interesting rookies rookies and and, yeah these are the people on the bubble who who who, you know you get attention in the final episode and instead we had um, a tight end being cut because um the teams had to get down from 90 to 80 roster spots um you know pretty much straight away and 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 a tight end um apparently winning some favors by his extreme reaction to being cut yeah i mean it was it's the first time it's it's really interesting because again on hard knocks you see you see it a lot especially the it all i mean that's that's what the whole series gears towards the, the final episode generally is the the sort of the format where where they cut where it's cut down day yes um, and, and you don't want to call from certain people on cut down day no no you don't and and this one they're all really generally really very gracious about sort of the opportunity they've been given and, and thankful for that the, I, I can't remember the name of the the, the Chargers tight end but he's the first player that I've seen 
actively, outwardly annoyed about about it. He was really, really annoyed, wasn't he? He was, but also it was interesting that both the GM and the coach were like, <laughs> he's really annoyed. I quite liked yeah. that. I mean, it was like, yeah, I admired I the competitiveness of it. And I'm sitting there thinking, this really is a very different world, as we are well aware for, for, our, for our recent He'll, coverage for the NFL. It's a very different world, world to the, our world of work. But yes, no, he, he was not... He'll be back. Yes. <laughs> I, think he'll be, I think he'll be back at, 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 uh, in LA. I think... Uh, I think as soon as as soon as they um, they if they get a, a COVID incident or something like that and they need an extra player, someone someone on the bubble. Well, I actually I think, think that that was one of the big things to come out of this week um, uh, because I mean, we always get a slightly glossy look at this process, and you know we do get injuries and stuff. But obviously, the league is trying to show itself in its best light. But I think when you heard the coaches talking about the fact that even more so than usual, this is a year where nobody is going to have. You know, there's going to be chaos. Nothing is yeah. going to go to plan. Um, this is not even about a fair, um, a fair competition, which you know, the, the NFL is renowned for, um, sort of like trying to be an eight and eight league for everybody. But in this situation, it's going to be who deals with the chaos best. And it yeah, feels I'll... like you know the expanded practice squad, the COVID. Um, cases we've already seen and we've already started seeing injuries that that it, it's going to be the team who manages that best as a whole that likely will be to be successful uh, the interesting thing is I'm pretty certain we're going to start the season when and how we get to the end of it I think is very much up, up, up in the air given what's going on in the world at the moment yeah absolutely I think what was interesting I think was was you got a real sort of insight into how the two teams and their 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 approach really differed I thought if I'm honest, I thought the Rams were a little bit sort of a bit a bit relaxed, a bit lackadaisical about their their approach with in terms of wearing masks and things like that. In comparison to the Chargers, I thought they I thought the Chargers were absolutely all over it. But uh, yeah, the, the the Rams just seemed a little bit off the boil, perhaps. Yeah, I mean it's a strange one because they're not working in a bubble, so they're doing testing. But it's it's very different yeah. to the sports sort of setups that we've had here where everybody's been bubbled and then so far it's been successful and obviously you've got that going on with the NBA in the States and I believe mm. the NHL are doing it as well but I mean it feels like things have calmed down a bit but I'm not the biggest baseball fan so we got the big Marlon sto- story um, about there yeah, but but yeah the NBA has been you know pretty much success they got everybody in the bubble and so far they've kept all the tests tests clean what Mm. the NFL's contact is going to be with this in the real world particularly given uh, how do I put this delicately the politics of certain football and where it is big and the countries that are having big spikes in um, big big spikes in COVID and I'm thinking of you Texas and Florida and various other southern <laughs> states and so um, I just, when, as we get into winter and the US have a, have a real problem in controlling it and we're seeing you know headlines pop up around the world of people getting secondary cases even places like New Zealand where they they managed over 100 days um, without yeah, um, right. in community e, e, um, um, trans, transmission that it, there's still a lot up in the air and so it's kind of I'm gearing into football and we will keep discussing football but I still I'm, I'm feeling you know that thing I do where I was saying I believe a certain team will be beaten when I see them beaten I'm sort of feeling like yeah. that about the whole ceiling with I will believe that yeah. we will you know I think we will start but I believe that we will get through it and finish it at all yet alone on schedule when I see it happens I, I, I am prepared for for anything because I feel like like when the Chargers were talking about that that's kind of how everyone has to approach this season 
Yeah, I tend to agree. I suppose the, the big uh, the big talking point, I suppose the the, the main talking point that came out of the uh, out of Hard Knocks is uh, uh, well, uh, who did a poo in the portaloo? Indeed, I mean you could have gone with number two. I, I, I've always been very fond of, of, of. I've just been off seeing a dear friend to the sea as a particularly delicate way of putting that. And yes, um, I'm trying desperately uh, hard let's, not. Let's to... not get into euphemisms for having a poo because you know, <laughs> we could be going all day. Well, well, yeah, there was that. There was also um, um, a certain Royston Vasey quote that I was trying to avoid as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, probably, probably for the best. So should, should we move um, on to other news and quickly? Is there there is football things to quickly, discuss? Yeah, yeah there is. Um, the se- second piece, uh, Sky Sports. Um, they have announced last week that there is uh, they've they've signed a five year partnership between uh, the, between themselves and the NFL uh, to bring a dedicated Sky Sports channel, Sky Sports NFL, which will start on the third of September. Uh, Roger Goodell says uh, that it was the, uh, the he's, in his exact words the, the, the new five year agreement and launch of a dedicated Sky Sports NFL channel will undoubtedly continue our rapid growth in the UK and Ireland. I think I, I think it's a great thing. I, I'm really looking forward to it. The thing that it does for me is questions the need for Game Pass. I think this depends on the type of football fan you are and how you function. Because um, yeah. I think you know, having 24 hour and some of that, you know, NFL programming means that we can dip in. But of course, you've always already been able to do that. If that was your thing with uh, uh, um, Game Pass, you had an access to a lot of that. What you yeah. get is the flexibility of watching whatever game you want. Okay, there's there's the blackouts through the weekend, you know, that 24 hours after it's for certain live shows, which we, you know, have fun and games with when we're trying to um, keep on top of games and, and what ones we're, we're, we're going to cover in the podcast. But the thing for me is that as a Bengals fan and a committed one who watches every snap of every game... I need yeah. Game Pass. As somebody who is nerdy enough to have a blog and watches coaching tape, yeah. I need Game Pass. So yeah. Yeah. I think what it might do is be a good stepping stone for the kind of fan who just wants to watch the big games and isn't isn't like, well, I'm sure we'll be following their thing, but wants to follow how they're getting on with fantasy football and yeah. watch the game and have the presentation. I mean, Sky has done great things, you know, in terms of working to to, you know, Grover game and, and and they've obviously shown a commitment to the NFL and a sustained one. So oh, big time, yeah. Lots of people watch it that way and that's great. But I think there is a certain section of us. I don't think this is going to be in for Game Pass, despite our sometimes frustrations with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I personally think I'll, I'll cancel. It. I just think I think they'll I think they'll see some drop offs. I think after after the after people see the first year of. Of, of Sky Sports NFL, and they see sort of what they're getting there. I've, if it's if they do it well, I do think. I, I see what you're saying, but it, it's off. not so different. It's different. We've we've already pretty much had five games because you've got Thursday night yeah. and Monday night, and you've got the, the triple header on. So, yeah. so this is you know honestly, it's not really changing the live experience, other than if they if they've got the space where they can show the games and have the um, red zone going, which is yeah. Well, yeah. The, I mean, obviously, the red zone is is going to be part of it, as it as it. I suppose as they do show red zone at the moment in on, on Sky Sports, and um, they've also said that they're they're going to be having some original programming, which is quite exciting, uh, as well as obviously NFL Network programming as well, which again you get on. We, we, we sort of we are quite used to on Game Pass. I do wonder if they're going to tie in with the um with the the I can't remember the proper term for it, but the um, college pathway. Um, you know scouting not scouting but the 
actual yeah. development development course that they've set up in in London. Obviously, this is mm. not a great year for them because who knows what how education is going to fun- function come September. But you know, I think should the world return to normal and when the world returns to normal, to be positive about it, that that is an opportunity where they can show show to other places, look look what they're doing and look how the game is going internationally, which is the next mm. step for them having pretty much reached saturation in the states. Yeah, I think I think so. I think they've, like you say, they've been for, for years. They've been kind of trying to trying to try and expand the game internationally, and and it's certainly working. This is just probably another, just another. another I think it's another uh, step, and and, you, and yeah. it gives us, it, you know, they've got continuing commitment to 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 the London games, and they're playing more international places than other places. And I do wonder if yeah. other places in Europe will get it in time. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a good continuation, and you know, a strengthening of what's going on with you, with with the fact that the Sky Sports are continuing their like dedicated channels, and now we have one for the NFL. Yeah, well, they're going to be they're going to be showing a minimum of five games a week. I, I wonder if uh, if we could see more. If if the if if rumours are to be believed, um, the, the, the there's quite a big possibility that this year we could be seeing games on Saturdays. So uh, much of the college games been uh, has announced that they're they're going to be cancelling their, their seasons this year. They usually run on Saturdays. They have uh, the NFL has kind of been. Well, I don't know if they, I can't remember where I've seen it. Where whether it was the NFL that said they, they're interested in playing on Saturdays, or whether it's just a, just a, room, a sort of rumor at this point. But what do you think that means for the season? What, what's the what's the benefits? Do you think for the NFL guys playing on Saturday? The, the benefit for them is it enables them to expand the um, the available chances to watch football, which means you know more more slots to sell to sponsors etc and and you know into games however without wanting to pour cold water on you entirely there is a slight legal matter here because believe it or not college football is um protected legally from about 1960 something or other if not earlier so Uh, this whole thing about um saturday football that's been discussed i what i saw was that basically there would have to be no college football at all or they'd need to actually get a law change to be able to show games on Saturday. Right, OK. How much of the... I, I, I must say I'm a little out of touch in terms of how much of the college game has, has been cancelled. It's, it's, it's quite a lot, isn't it? It's most, it's most of the, of, it, of the, the games, There have been some significant um, conferences that have shut, but I'm not an expert, and what we haven't got is, is everything. Because bear in mind, you've got, like... It, this is part of my problem and why I've stuck to the NFL and not the college game because unless you're, you're, you've got sort of like invested into it because you've gone to a particular college or you live in the region by the time you've yeah. got like you know the Pac-12 the, the All-15 the 72 what you know, it, it all feels weird and so for my SEC which actually is a genuine one um, the, the thing for me is that it, it struggles to have time and it doesn't coalesce really so what you, I tend to do is hear about players and get excited by you know good players coming up so i think i think it will be unusual it's one to monitor i just i wouldn't like to swear to it but there mm. it feels that are nice bear in mind you have division two division one division three schools there's a lot of still quite a lot of college and it feels like um, we might get spring ball rather than winter and it's just so much up in the air but i think a watching brief is sensible shall we say 
We shall see. We shall see. Um, well, before we uh, move on, anything uh, else you want to uh, to discuss this week? I think you were talking uh, earlier about Washington again. Yes. Um, we'll start with Washington and go to the other thing, which is the, um, the big <laughs> announcement for the Washington football team by by naming their first um, ever black team president. Um, this was when they announced that Jason Wright was going to be taking over... Um, uh, control of that side of the business for the um, for for the Washington football team. He is an ex um, NFL player, was a running back um, for several teams. Um, he has gone on and studied business and worked in business. And the interesting for me about it is that he talked himself about the fact that um, he was excited by the opportunity to be part of this pivot of, of organisational structure. And obviously, we've we've spoken fairly extensively about the list of problems that Washington has. Um, yes, we certainly have. <laughs> it feels like this and the hiring of the outside uh, um, council to, to, to lead an investigation into uh, the into the culture of uh, of the team and how they can fix that, along with Rum Riviera's, you know, real Rum Rivera's even real commitment to fixing the culture, um, feels like genuine statements of intent. The bit that worries me is that. We have an issue in Washington in that the owner has continuously invested football, invested in football side of things and hired coaches, but he's never stuck to anything. And yeah. it sort of reminds me of, of a few years back with Scott McLuhan, where I was talking about the fact that they had a GM who seemed to be drafting well and making good decisions. Now, he, he had some, uh, some personal problems with alcohol, and so it's perhaps unfair to lay that entirely on, 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 on the team itself. But... But it's hard to engender trust when you hear the things that were going on. This was not little one-off offences. You know, this seems to be fairly commonplace. You know, apart from you know, some of the stuff was just like really, really icky to do with with you know the structural sexism of using you know like of asking women employees, young women employees, to wear tight dresses to help close deals, and you know sending off off off, off like people on structured structured jaunts to um, be be involved in the shooting of of, of, the, of the swimsuit issue, and it just oh when i say swimsuit you know like the calendar it just yeah you want to try and take it at face value to a point but you need a healthy dose of skepticism so with all of this it feels like okay that's fine but you are going to have to work to earn my trust agreed uh, and also you were uh, you were mentioning the, uh, the the level of injuries that we've seen well no, yes no I, I mean obviously um you know the, the twf injury concerns are purely to do with our fantasy football teams but <laughs> <laughs> and so and, and obviously my 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 achilles problem will not hinder my ability to run the squad this year but now that we're beginning to get training camp and we're beginning to get contact in pads we've had several players already out you know there was um there's already been uh, McCoy um, has has got a nasty ligament blown up and is done for the season for the Cowboys at defensive tackle Gerald McCoy and it's just that thing where amongst all this chaos we've got football starting in pads and we haven't had a full off season I mean I'm sure players have been trying to keep fit but there's not the usual ramp up and we've only got like eight padded practices before the season opener and they're getting no yeah. pre-season game to practice running it all out it all f for 
a league that had the benefit of being able to watch everybody else for quite a long time, it all feels suddenly quite thrown together at the last moment. It does, it does. Although on the good, on the plus side, apparently Tua looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, this is the other thing. It's the seasons of lies. Everybody's in the best shape of their life. All the rookie quarterbacks look fantastic because, you know, there's been similar things said about Joe Burrow. Um, we've seen like a 50-yard yard bomb from um, the gentleman in, for the Bills whose name has gone completely out of my head. Um, there's even I've even seen a headline about Trubisky looks like a new quarterback. So, you know, we are in the season of hope well and truly, my friend. And I will, I will, keep, I will cling on to that hope until I no longer have any more to cling on to. Hey, Dan, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and I think everyone out there ought to know about your podcast, The Wrong Football on iTunes. Okay, we mentioned the last episode, and we've been, uh, we've been, we've been badgering people on uh, on Twitter ever since, uh, saying <laughs> that uh, we uh, that we're going to be starting a dynasty fantasy uh, fantasy league uh, this season. Uh, now we're up and running. We're on on Fleafrica, and we really want you to join us. Um, we're going to be uh, holding the inaugural draft uh, over the uh, the bank holiday weekend. Uh, we've got some more spots to give away as well to uh, any interested listeners. So if you want to join us, we really want you to drop us a line. Please do uh, either drop us on on Twitter a line at, at TWF Dan for myself or at Wrong Football for G. Uh, anything to to add to the uh, to, to the to the play, G? Yeah, I mean, my my plan is to actually hang it off sort of like the Tuesday after the bank holiday. In um, there's always a bank holiday at the end of August uh, um, in the UK so I was going to hang it off the Tuesday after that so I think this year that's the 1st of September but that gives us a period to look forward as we ramp up to football and yes exciting email draft because we've got lots of rounds and lots of players to to pick through and we want you come beat us all because I've had a fair few expressions of interest and worries about you know oh I'm going to be rubbish that's fine we want to make it competitive but fun and we can all learn together so so am I (laughs) so am I don't worry that's that's all right. I know nothing, and I'm somehow the commissioner. This is this is a, a very strange turn of events, but you know, it's going to be fun. I promise. Right, it's trivia time. Uh, last week, uh, well, last week, last episode. Uh, it's only two dad, weeks ago, uh, my friend. It's not that bad. Yeah, it, yeah, well, it wasn't long. Uh, last uh, episode, my uh, my dad asked us uh, who, what the uh, the name of the uh, well, what name is given to the the person who is picked last in the draft, and we both got that correct uh, as Mister Irrelevant. Uh, this week, uh, he he thinks this one's going to prove quite easy for us. Okay, that worries yeah. me. <laughs> I know, yeah, I, I, it worried me as soon as I read it. Right, I'll, I'll let you go first on this one, and I'll, I'll explain why in a second. But which player, for one point, has been active the longest as of the end of the 2019 season? Oh, right. For a bonus point, <laughs> but you know what's coming. For a bonus point, how many seasons? Rats, 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 rats. Was it active at the end of last season? Yes. Oh, right. I'm going to take a punt on this one. Different position, or but was it? I don't know whether it was. I don't know whether it was active at the end of last season. He just said, uh, as of the end of 2019 season. Okay, I'm going to go for this, and I have no idea. This could be a, a swing and a miss. But the Colts held on for him for too long, and I'm going to guess it was Adam Veterinary at the Colts kicker for. Uh, I'm going to yeah. say 22 Adam, seasons. Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, that's the uh, one. Well, I'm not going to guess this because I'm going to take a big old L on this one because uh, I was going to say I've no idea. It's probably going to be a long snapper or Tom Brady, <laughs> right? Um, and it isn't. So, but I. But in the meantime, my dad for some reason sent me the answer. So 
I uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take a loss on this because I'm going to be I'm going to keep the integrity of the uh, uh, of, the, of the of the trivia because uh, I know what the answer is. Um, and the answer is yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll read the answer this time. So the the, the simple answer here is. I feel like Davina McCall. I'm genuinely nervous about this. I'm genuinely like, you know, I'm invested. I mean, you know, <laughs> see, see, see what we're talking about with fantasy football. We, we believe in fair competition and, the, but we it's do, fun yeah. and we're not overly invested. There's no smack talk or anything like that, but equally I'm invested <laughs> and I really want to win. Well, you've, you've got the point on this one. Oh, well hey! uh, currently with the Colts active 96 to present. So 24 years. Oh. So you were only a couple of years off the, uh, the, the number of it's years. Been so, incredible, yeah. well it's done. been an incredible, it's been an incredible, um, achievement to, to play. I know it's not a physical position, but still that is a ridiculous length of time to be playing a professional sport like football. It certainly is. It certainly is. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that we, uh, obviously this, the, the, the trivia, we always like the, uh, the trivia we have done ever since we, Ever since we we started doing the podcast, which has uh, been obviously a few years now. Yeah, um, your your dad we're... volunteered his services very early on. I think just by asking him a question, and suddenly yeah. it became a thing. I think so. I think that was exactly <laughs> it. Well, uh, we're, we're really pleased to announce that we're we're going to be uh, we're going to be part of Podomania this year. Uh, it's an it's an all day podcastathon uh, being held on Saturday the fifth of September between two p.m. and ten thirty p.m. hosted by Jack and the rest of the uh, the Kickers Matters uh, Kickers Matter guys. Um, Something a bit different. We're going to uh, be having our slot uh, with, as a bit of a trivia quiz uh, for the for the guys there. We're uh, we're we're on between uh, between seven thirty and eight o'clock. Uh, so as well as my dad writing some questions, if you've got anything you want us to ask uh, to test the grey matter of the uh, the kickers matters guys, uh, drop me a line on Twitter and we'll uh, we'll get it added to the list. Well, that's it for this episode. We'll be back again next week. We're back weekly now, so uh, yeah, look forward to uh, to speaking to you again next week. Hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you have, be sure to uh, give us a rating, a review, and a, and subscribe to us through whatever medium you procure your podcast, so uh, you don't meet, miss out on anything uh, as the season starts ramping up. I mentioned earlier that we're uh, now on platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Breaker, uh, so we need to start building up uh, ratings on there to uh, to make sure people are, uh, are getting their ears on the podcast. Uh, if you've got something you want to uh, say or want to get in touch, it's either at TWF Dan to get hold of me on Twitter or uh, G is at Wrong Football and in the meantime keep your eyes peeled on the wrongfootball.com for more from G and myself so uh, yeah we'll see you next week bye bye